Well, the old saying goes, there is no such thing as free money. Uh, well, the federal government has started to verify payments. It sent almost 9 million Canadians through the so-called Canada Emergency Response Program, better known as CERB. Uh, some of those recipients are finding out that they have to pay back some or a lot of the money that they received. Um, and that won't be easy for a lot of them. Why? I, apparently because they were either ineligible for the amount they received or because uh, they received an advance payment that was never reconciled. Advocates, of course, are calling on the government to forgive some of those debts because they say it'll be debilitating for many low-income workers who uh, might not be able to pay it back. Joining me now is Blair Matten. He's Sands and Associates President and a Licensed Insolvency Trustee. Thanks so much, Blair, for your time tonight. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. I guess this isn't a surprise that at some point, uh, you know, Canada Revenue was going to start to go over how much money was sent out, who got them and who got it and whether they needed to give it back or not. Well, well, definitely that's the case, because if we all remember back to March 2020, you know, and we can probably remember some of those moments just so indelibly etched in our minds, you know, the government prioritized speed over accuracy. They said, you know, it's a once in a lifetime, hopefully pandemic event. We need to get money out to people now. And they did that at the expense of verifying and validating various things. They also did that at the expense of being exceptionally clear about things. There are a lot of people that misunderstood the requirements to qualify for CERB that have now found that they didn't qualify. But it certainly is the case that as you mentioned in your introduction, 9 million Canadians received um, these benefits, and I'm certain that not all 9 million people were completely entitled to them, and a lot of folks have been receiving notices that they may have to repay some money. It might must be really difficult, though, because, I mean, some people probably received a fair chunk and might have thought they were uh, entitled to it, and now they find themselves having to pay back money they might not have. What do you do if you get one of these notices and that money just isn't in the bank account? Yeah, it absolutely is difficult because on the list of people that you want to owe money to, the government is at the, you know, the bottom of that list in terms of the people that you should be mo most scared about um, because the government has a lot more powers than your other creditors might have. So when you receive a notice from the government saying that you owe money, you know, automatically a lot of people, you know, the blood pressure starts to increase. The heart rate goes up. You just get worried because suddenly you have this big entity of the government saying, hey, you've got some money that we want back from you. And they do have some pretty drastic measures of collections that they can take. Now, the encouraging thing at this point is they're not taking any of those measures with things like CERB overpayments. They're taking, you know, a very um, slow, cautious approach, as they're saying, but that's not going to persist forever. Um, and I've certainly seen, especially as we've come out of, you know, final lockdowns and CRA agents are getting back to their, their normal jobs, they're starting to collect aggressively again on pre-COVID tax debt. So it is only a matter of time until COVID tax debt gets that same treatment. So Blair, what are they looking for? I mean, who, who are they targeting now? Who have they given too much money to? I mean, they spent, I think, almost $82 billion on the CERB program. Who have they given too much money to and, and, and what should people be aware of? Well, and I think they don't know exactly who they've given so much money to. So they're sending out these notices en masse. So I canvassed my staff just yesterday, knowing I'd be speaking with you today. Every single one of my staff members that meets with individuals was able to say, yeah, we've got notices here. Here's some copies we've received. So there's just a ton of these that are going out to everyone. And it's certainly the case, not everybody that received notice is going to have to repay them. So, you know, the general wording says, you know, you may be required to repay. A lot of the times it's 
you may have earned over $1,000 during the CERB period. And what CRA is basing that on is looking at your T4, but they don't know necessarily when all that money was earned. So for many people, they would say, well, yeah, my T4 shows that I averaged more than $1,000 a month, but I was unable to earn any income during the time I was getting CERB. So those individuals will provide pay stubs, bank statements, and they'll probably be okay. Uh, but there's a number of folks that will realize, well, you know, yeah, I did earn over $1,000. That may be 100% ineligible. Uh, in some cases, people applied through uh, both CRA and um, EI, so they actually got double payments of CERB. So obviously, there's there's some repayments coming there. Um, so I'm sure it's not nine million people that will be re repaying CERB. But from our experience and just seeing you know our call volumes light up in the past few weeks and, and months here, it's a large number of people that are getting these notices. Um, and you know the first instinct I think is to have a little bit of panic, but there are certainly steps you can take, and there is some hope here. Yeah, what would those steps be? You talked about the, a, bit, a bit about them already, but what would those steps be uh, if someone gets one of these notices? The worst thing you can do is to ignore it because a lot of the times there is a kind of a, you know, a, a ticking fuse on these things. Oftentimes, you know, 30 days to give us information or else we're going to confirm the assessment. But if it is the case that you've got a debt to CRA that you can't pay, you know, first off is to stay in communications with them. And what I've seen on some of these statements that I've never actually seen before with CRA is actually a minimum payment. So I've seen some of them say, you know, $2,000 is outstanding. The minimum payment is $200 and they're going to charge you no interest on that. So if that's something you you know, reasonable and CRA is coming up with a payment plan that works for you, you know, that can be okay. In some cases, this extra CERB debt is just, you know, the proverbial um, straw that broke the camel's back. It's just one extra thing that people just can't absorb anymore with inflation, with debt, with, uh, you know, wages not keeping pace. So in some cases, people need the help of a licensed insolvency trustee. And the hopeful thing here is a lot of people don't know, but amounts owing to the government absolutely can be reduced, can be eliminated. They're the same as every other consumer debt that you might be facing. So you don't need to worry that if you've got other debts, you won't be able to solve a government debt as well. They're all treated the same. And I imagine in this case, just because of the politics around it as well, that that the, uh, and I don't know this to be true, but that um, that they're not going to be quite as aggressive as perhaps they are in other back tax kind of cases. You're absolutely correct to that. And I think that the politics probably is a big driver of that. You know, no one wants, you know, that the headlines of all people that in good faith received money in the pandemic that are now, you know, not able to pay their rent because the government is seizing their assets or their income. So the government has the right to do that. If you owe them money, they have the right to take, you know, up to 100% of your income, but usually it's about 30% and they can do it from, you know, pensions and other things that other creditors can't touch. But they're absolutely not doing that with serve overpayments for now. And I think they've indicated that won't won't be the case, at least for this year, but certainly for amounts owing for regular income taxes, again, for pre-COVID, I've seen since January of this year, they've started to garnish years again, which is to seize wages before somebody receives them. They've started to seize assets again, in some cases, you know, registering on title to real estate. So when it's sold, CRA gets the equity before the individual. So those remedies are out there. So I would encourage someone, you know, not to think that that's never going to happen with this debt. I think it will, but there is a chance for at least this year, the government government is definitely taking a softer approach. Blair, we just had a text from Lyle and Kamloops who says, I received $2,000 from CERB in March 2020, just paid it all back in full. And I guess uh, that might be decent advice to people out there too, who might be worried if they haven't received these statements yet, uh, that it might be time to tuck away a little bit just in case uh, for a rainy day. 
yeah, it's so much easier, of course, to, to make the payment if you're able to set it aside. And if you're not sure, well, you know, err on the side. Okay, let's put the money aside. And if we don't need it, well, then that's great. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a good thing if you're able to do it. The challenge that we have with most people calling us is, you know, there's no money left at, at the end of the month with costs going up and income not keeping pace. So it's tough to save that money and put it aside. And what we're also seeing too is a lot of people, even if they were entitled to serve, they didn't always realize it's a taxable benefit. So whatever you received, whatever, you know, your marginal tax rate might be, maybe it's 30%, depending on your income level, you would owe that to the government anyway. So it wasn't a full $2,000 of cash. It was 2000 less the taxes you would have to pay. There is no such thing as free money, as they say. Blair Matten, thank you so much for your advice tonight. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you.